dropping gems from Keisha Christian. She's on a mission, sharing information, knowledge for souls, body and mind. Dropping gems, KeishaGems.com. Welcome to Just Dropping Gems, proud partner of Rude Rangers Entertainment. We can now be found on Roku and on the Rude Rangers app. Be sure to download the app on your iOS or Android devices. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Just Dropping Gems podcast. On this episode of Just Dropping Gems, I have a lovely um, guest today. Her name is Amanda Love. I must say, I just love her name. It has a nice ring to it. (laughs) Amanda Love is a 30-year-old registered holistic nutritionist. She has been drawn to health and nutrition, which arose after being diagnosed with fibromyalgia at the age of 20. This led her on the path to assist other women who suffer from this disease. She is ready to look for real solutions, steps to take that will give real relief so that one could enjoy life again. Amanda, I thank you. Thank you for coming on. And I must say, I am... I can't wait for the audience to really hear about her story and what led her on the path of becoming a registered holistic nutritionist. Very, very, very um, interesting story she has to tell, and I can't wait to hear it. Amanda, thank you for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be on. Yes. So can you tell us what led you on this path? to becoming a registered holistic nutritionist. Um, it said in your bio that you were diagnosed with fibromyalgia at the age of 20. Yes, that's true. I was, a, I was a born six weeks early and I was dealing with lots of health conditions early in my, in my childhood and I kept getting sick every four to six weeks and the doctors didn't know what I was going through and and stuff. And then I went to the top like rheumatologist place in Arizona, in Mesa, and they said, "Oh, you have fibromyalgia." And this was back in 2010, right be- a couple months before my 21st birthday. So it's almost been 10 years this October that I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Oh, okay. And can you tell us a little of your story? Um, yeah, I'm happy to. Um, what happened is I graduated high school and I went into personal training because that's what I wanted to do. And I was, I did, I completed that program, but at the end of 2009 and what all of a sudden I was getting, I would go to the gym and I would just be crashing. I was so tired constantly and I couldn't do anything at that time. I was in so much pain. The fatigue was deliberate. 
like take it so much out of me. I was on the couch as most people with fibromyalgia know. You have no energy and stamina. Your sleep is all messed up. And so you're, you're like, what is going on? Why at 20 years old am I dealing with all these symptoms? And that, then I went to the rheumatologist and they said, you should, what rheumatologists usually recommend is physical therapy or they usually recommend Cymbalta or medication, which didn't work for me. And so it, it takes a while to find out that I had all these food sensitivities. I went, but I went to a pain management doctor who was like, oh, you need to get these shots in your back. And they shoot up the, the needles into like about 20 different spots on your back. And then you have to have like cookies or, or juice because your blood sugar is dropping so low, right? Mm -hmm. And they think, and they think, oh, pain, that's going to help the fibromyalgia is to do that. So that was one of the things recommended. By actually, we saw it, it was right next to the physical therapist place. And they said, and we said to the rheumatologist, oh, should we, should we try that? And they're like, yeah, sure, you could try it. But I was coming out of those, I don't, they only recommend doing it a couple of times. And I was coming out of those appointments just bawling, crying, because I was in so much pain. Mm. And it's like, you don't know what you're just like in limbo. Cause you're, you keep trying all these different doctors and they don't have the answers for you. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay. So you keep, and I've talked to many different people and everybody just keeps trying different doctor after doctor. And when you get they always recommend, like, the doctors say, oh, go to the rheumatologist because that's how most people get diagnosed with fibromyalgia is through a rheumatologist. But people don't really, the researchers don't really know what is cause of fibromyalgia. Mm -hmm. It's, you, you're constantly... It's a medical condition categorized by chronic widespread pain and heightened pain response to pressure. And there's trigger points all over your body. And that's how they diagnose you. They touch, oh. they, they touch all your different body parts and they say, oh, does this hurt and stuff. And recently I found out there is a fibromyalgia blood test but I would have to do some more research into this. So mm -hmm. that might be a better way to get diagnosed with fibromyalgia because a lot of times I think people might get misdiagnosed with it. So, but most of the time people with fibromyalgia, they deal with pain, extreme fatigue, your sleep issues are really the main issues. And then there's also other 
issues that come with fibromyalgia, but those are like the top three that I see from people. Oh, okay. So um, one of the things you mentioned um, about fibromyalgia um, being that if you're diagnosed with it, you mentioned um, pain. Um, so it's chronic pain, I'm assuming. And um, yeah. you have chronic fatigue, right? To the point where yeah. you're like, um, you're exhausted, but um, you, it messes with your sleep. So you're not able to really rest. So it's like you have, um, it's like, um, it just doubles, you're not able to sleep. And then it's, you're just your body's just drained. Uh, am I am I wording that correctly? Yeah, you feel like you feel like with your sleep, you feel like you 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 might not get that restful sleep that people get. Mm -hmm. And then you feel like, I, well, this is how I would feel, but you feel like you've been hit like by a truck. You just feel like like totally slammed and tired and you can't function and most people with fibromyalgia they're like stuck on the couch or they're stuck in bed because they're so tired they don't know what's going on mm. I can't yeah. imagine what that I, I can't even imagine what that feels like my goodness it's a good thing that um sometimes when we say things happen to us in life it brings us to um a career so to a particular career like the um the one that you're in right now to um help other people so they they could have a easier life than you did which i think is um admirable and commendable of you thank you that means so much yeah my goal is for people to not suffer i want people to have i know you might not totally get back to the way you were before but at least there's ways that are natural through food and diet that can help you feel better so you could spend time with your family and friends or do the job you love or whatever it is that you want to do in life nice. that's my goal Nice. Before we get into um, discussing about your career, can you tell us a little more about what exactly is fibromyalgia? As I understand, it's an autoimmune disease. Am I correct? Um, actually, I believe it's an immune disease, but it's not, they don't really know exactly what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've seen people say, well, it's a neurology issue. But then I'm like, then I think to myself, well, then why wouldn't people be going to like a neurologist and not a rheumatologist? So mm -hmm. they really don't know. I think personally, it's, I think people are just, it's a lot of stress that people go through and you're getting, you have a lot of people have a lot of illnesses. And I also think food sensitivities and environmental issues can also play a part in fibromyalgia mm -hmm. so that's what i think people need to focus on more is okay i've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia okay now what can i do to somewhat live a life where i could enjoy my life again and not get into the victim mentality of oh i have fibromyalgia it's taken everything from me, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. You're not looking at it as like, oh, why me? But um, looking at it more so, okay, now I have this, now what? 
what can I do to improve my life? Yeah, exactly. That's uh, basically um, when you sort of have that attitude, that's where healing begins. And when I say healing, I'm not necessarily talking about cure, but um, healing as in the, um, when you change your mindset towards the disease, you'll, you'll notice that you'll actually start to feel better. Not that it will go away completely and you won't have any symptoms at all, but you know, definitely when you change your, your mindset and your outlook, you know, your attitude towards your disease. I'm sure this happened as you went through um, this. It, it changed. Um, yeah. Um, the rheumatologist actually told uh, my grandmother at the time he wanted me to go out of the room. And he actually thought that he's like, well, she's just depressed. And I, I probably was a little sad, but more than anything, I was motivated I'm like, oh, great. I have this diagnosis. What is next? And I've always had that mindset of, okay, I'm dealing with whatever health issue I'm dealing with. Okay, what can I do to feel better? Mm -hmm. And I think we need to get to the point where people need to realize food and supplements play a big part in any health condition and pretty much any health condition that you have. I'm not saying every health condition, but pretty much every health condition can be improved on at some point. Yeah, pretty much. I must agree with that. And that's what kind of led me through my journey as well as where I am here today, the health issues I was experiencing. But um, when I then found out about the relationship between food and uh, my diet, um, certain things started to change in my life. So I definitely could relate to you on that aspect. Now, as I mentioned in your, um, in your bio, you are a registered holistic nutritionist. Can you explain to my audience what is the difference between um, a holistic nutritionist and just a nutritionist that you probably would go to um, if you wanted to go seek out a nutritionist or if you were to um, have one in the hospital, like what is the difference? For me personally, I deal, my, uh, I did the school of, it's called the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. Mm -hmm. And I pay a membership to get that register. So they are, I'm in their registry. So Mm -hmm. you could look up on their website and say, oh, she's legit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, she's not a, and she's done some education. So that's why I, and that's why I have registered holistic nutritionists. But I'm, I focus on the body systems and your health concerns. So if somebody comes to me and says, well, I'm sick all the time, I could, I could do a health history with you, and I could see, oh, well, your immune system, it looks like you're dealing with all these issues with your immune system. So maybe we need to focus in with the immune system, or maybe we need to focus on your digestive system. Cause I do believe a lot of health issues begin in the gut. That's, yes. a, big, that's a big thing. And if you, I also have a podcast where I talk a lot about gut issues and fibromyalgia 
and any issues and because I think gut health is extremely important and yes, I it's agree becoming with you. very popular. So I definitely agree with you. Um, it's also known as our second brain. Some people yeah. believe, some people believe it's the first brain, but um, <laughs> we talk about gut instinct. So if if your if your stomach hurts, how it affects your mood. So it's so much of yeah. um, so much is in our gut, and if we don't have a healthy digestive system, it definitely could um, affect our health, and people don't realize that. Yeah, I, I think people think that nutrition is a one-size-fits-all, and a lot of people, there are certain things that get help, certain conditions, but you might need a more individualized plan, so... Mm. Yeah, definitely. So um, what exactly is it that you, um, I must say, I ask what you do with your clients? Now, you mentioned, um, like, if they have an issue with their immune system, I was thinking, like, how would you know exactly wh- what, um, where the issue is in, the, in their body? I, um, so if I actually have forms for that that they fill out and they're very complex forms. Oh, okay. And it and it shows me it breaks it all down where it shows me okay the immune system and it it shows all of that. So it's hard it wouldn't make sense probably if I explained it, but um it's pretty comp it's pretty detailed. And it's not like your regular health history where you go to the doctor and stuff. I really, my first appointment with anyone who wants to work with me one-on-one is 90 minutes Mm -hmm. because I really want to see what you're dealing with. And I really want to take the time because you probably never had that time with the doctor because how many of us go to the doctor these days and we only are in there for like 10 minutes mm-hmm. and, and they don't, they don't say too much or sometimes they're looking at the screen and they're not even really looking at us and we're just like, okay. Um, so I, I want to, I take the time to actually get to know the person and see what they're dealing with. Oh, okay. So I guess, oh, so now I get it. It, um, It's the type of questions you ask that will let you know what body systems. um, Yeah, it's the type of questions. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Got that. (laughs) So um, earlier in conversation, you had mentioned that you had certain um, allergies, because this is coming to me as you talk, as we had mentioned about um, gut health. So you noticed that you had certain allergies to different types of food or was it just um, like, um, was it just food? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Um, early on, I was tested for regular allergies and stuff. But um, I went to, this was back in 2011. I went to a wellness chiropractor mm. and he did blood, stool, and he also do did like food, food for food sensitivities and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I found out I was sensitive to gluten, in, soy, eggs, dairy. Mm. And I actually have two genes where it 
and it, where it, if it predisposes me, but it, so it's very high with gluten. So if I have one small molecule of gluten, that can make me sick. So I have stayed away from those things for the past nine years. Mm. And it's really helped with my fibromyalgia. So that's what I like to help people with is let's test it. I'm not going to say you have to be off these foods for your whole life, but let's test it and see what is going on. Oh, so, but I was, yeah, but my parents actually, it actually showed that my parents predisposed me to that sensitivity. So it might, if I ever had kids, it might show up in them or something. So, oh, okay. So this is something in your DNA, of course. So yeah, you were yeah. like, you were pre um, disposed to it. Yep. Because of that. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um, so you actually probably do this with your clients where you, um, would, um, where you just mentioned, um, putting them on a, a gluten-free diet. So taking things out and then, um, reintroducing foods. So see if you have an allergy to it. So that's, that's basically, um, one of the things that you do. Yeah, it is. And I don't recommend, it's not probably the most easiest thing for people to do, but it's well worth it and it takes a long it could take se several months for it, it to get out of your body so i think sometimes i think people say well i've gone gluten-free and i'm like well have you really have you not cheated have you how many months did you do it and with fibromyalgia it's not just one thing that's going to help you probably like fix you. I think sometimes we get in the concept of, okay, I have sleep issues. So what is this one thing that's going to fix, fix it? And then I think it's a, it's a multiple, it's like a multiple of stuff that you need to feel better. It's not just one thing. If that makes sense. Yeah, definitely makes sense. So um, I'm thinking if you were to suggest a gluten-free diet, how long would you have to be on it before you introduce something that has gluten in it to one of your um, clients? I'm just um, curious. Um, I would probably recommend at least a month, four to six weeks maybe. And ah. then I would also say you could you could start – you slowly, like for me personally, I couldn't, when the wellness chiropractor, he wanted me to be off of these things, even though it showed up in my tests, he had me off of everything for a month and it was just fruits, vegetables, whole grains. And you slowly introduce something back and every couple of days you're, you might introduce a new food or something. And you, it's not a fast process, but you're, you have to take the time because you didn't wake up with your health issue. Like you didn't wake up with that health issue. It probably took years to develop. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so you have to 
realize that you need to take time with your health. Your health's not going to bounce back within like a week. It might take several months to feel better. So yeah, it might take six months. <laughs> yeah, it might take six months. It might take a year. It takes a year. Mm-hmm. It takes long time too. And I think sometimes we feel we want the quick fix. Yeah. And, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, this is a little better with some suggestions that I do, but it's not going to, you're not going to bounce back <laughs> if that. So. Yeah, it's true. Um, people don't realize when you um, are trying to live a more holistic lifestyle and you um, actually have been um, dealing with um, health issues, because I'm speaking from a personal experience, it actually took me a while before I started to feel better. It did not happen overnight. For me, it took a few months. Yeah, exactly. Before I started to feel better, before, you know, because my thing was um, seasonal year-long allergies, um, clinical depression. Yeah. It took a while before I actually started to feel better. It, I would say um, maybe about a good two years or more before I, I could yeah. get, before yeah. I could say, oh, I feel like myself again. So I definitely, I could um, relate to you on some levels when it comes to healing. I'm not saying I'm cured and not because I'm still going through my own healing process, but definitely. And as for you, you too are still going through your own healing process. You can't say that you're completely healed. The fibromyalgia. No, I never, what I tell people is I can't, I can give you recommendations and stuff, but I'm never, I don't ever say. I never diagnose you. Mm-hmm. I will never say treat, and I will never say I cure you of this disease. And a lot of times I've been seeing lately people say, well, if we could just cure fibromyalgia, and I'm just thinking, well, let's just start with getting you feeling better. Let's not worry about curing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So let's just start with a small little step if that little small little step is approving your sleep, then let's start with that. Exactly, and I like I like the fact I like the approach you took. You didn't you didn't look at it as um as woe me, and um it's more like okay, let me see what I could do. Let me learn more about it, and I'm gonna go into a career where I could also help other people or assist other people who might have um, the same diseases I do to help them live a more productive life. Yes, that's exactly what I did. I was, I did, I did a new, I did a health coaching program, Mm -hmm. and I wanted to expand on my knowledge and get more in depth, like with the body systems and stuff. So that's why I decided I wanted to do, become a registered holistic nutritionist. And that's why I did the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. So nice, nice. So Amanda, um, are you currently um, doing any workshops or um, collaborating with anyone? Um, right now I'm looking to do workshops in my city of Prescott, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I also 
am looking, I have my own podcast. Nice. Can you tell us what your podcast is? I'm sorry. It's called um, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. Nice. And, And it's, it's coming, it'll be a year in May. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. And there's 18 episodes for everyone to listen to on a variety of topics on one of my talk. I talk about my story and in episode two, I talk about food sensitivities. In one of my episodes, I talk about sleep issues for people to sleep. So I'm looking for people to be on my show and I'm going to be starting to do that pretty soon. Nice, nice. So that's one of my things I'll be doing. And I'm hoping to have like a membership site for people to focus on one subject example would be sleep and then I would maybe give some recipes and it would just be a community of women with fibromyalgia who would just want to focus their time on one subject so they don't get overwhelmed right and so that might be that's probably going to be in the next few months so I like that that's really nice thank you Yes, we actually thrive better um, and we learn better in um, community. So definitely always wanted to get a tribe together and your own community together. That's beautiful. Well, um, everyone, I have to let you know, all of Amanda Love's um, information will be in the show notes if you are listening to this on podcast um, platform. And definitely, if you are listening to this on YouTube, All her information will be in the description box below so you know where to find her if you're interested in learning more about fibromyalgia or if are you, um, what area are you in, um, Amanda, again? I'm in northern Arizona, but I do phone calls, so we're pretty much wherever you are, I could do a phone call with you. That oh nice so you you actually she actually works with her clients virtually nice and also yeah. um if you are in that area you could um if you're looking for um a registered holistic um, nutritionist then definitely you want to um reach out to her. So Amanda, it has been a pleasure having you on my show today and learning so much more about um fibromyalgia. Do you have any final words you would like to leave with my audience today? Yeah, sure. Um, my thing is I want you guys to ask yourself the question, has my health improved since last year? If not, maybe it's time to try something different. You could always check out my podcast, Fibromyalgia Real Solutions with Amanda Love. Or you could sign up for, I offer a free sleep guide for those with fibromyalgia, where I recommend a supplement that will help you get that deep, restful sleep, and you will wake up refreshed and not feeling like a truck has hit you. So if you want to learn more about me, you could also find me on Facebook, Amanda Lee Love, and I hope you guys have found this helpful. Yes. 
Well, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on. I appreciate you. And I must say, I love the work that you're doing and um, what you're doing to help others with the same condition with you, the condition of fibromyalgia. Thank you so much for coming on and um, sharing your story with us and um, what you're doing to make the world a better place. I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. And everyone, thank you so much for listening to Just Dropping Gems podcast. Peace, love, and holistic health. Much abundance to you. This episode is sponsored by Dropping Gems Publishing and Dropping Gems Academy. Be sure to visit our website, www.droppinggemsacademy.com. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at droppinggems.com. To become a sponsor or advertise on this show, you can contact us at keishachristian.com or email us at info at keishachristian.com. Holistic health and much abundance to you.